You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. And if it's the first time you join the show, welcome, bienvenue. And the accent is straight from Paris. I'm French. I want to answer this question for my cab driver earlier as I drove to the studio to uh, do the show tonight. My cab driver said, listen, I listened to the rendezvous here on my local station. You mentioned the podcast. Where can I find your podcast? So if you want to hear my podcast, it's called La Confession a.k.a. in French, La Confession, where the truth always comes out. And you can find it on iHeartRadio app. Go to your phone, download iHeartRadio app, and it's easy to find. Just type La Confession, and all the episodes are there. So if you have a chance, take a listen. I love doing the podcast too. Any questions, though, call me now, 855-905-8255. Every night... Every day in America, there are love stories who need to be told. And I want you to call me and tell me every single one of them on the rendezvous. Uh, Grace, bonjour. Hello, bonjour. How are you? Bonjour, Grace. <laughs> I'm good. I heard you said you had a, a romantic story for us tonight on the rendezvous. Yes. Um, so my husband now, my boyfriend at the time. Yes. Um, you know, he's not a very affectionate person. And... Um, I wasn't sure how he was even going to propose or if he was going to. So I basically kind of popped the question in a conversation. I didn't think that it would be me proposing, but I was sitting with him one day and I casually said, hey, you know, we've been together three years. Should we get married? And he said, sure, when? So to me, that was like a yes. (laughs) But um, I couldn't believe that that's how easy sometimes I think men can be, you know, and you know, I said, what makes you want to marry me? And he said, it's your good values. You have good family values, and uh-huh. I can see you being my wife. So anyways, fast forward to the wedding. Um, he ended up throwing an um, unbelievable wedding in Paris, by the way. Ah, and, my hometown. Um, I got all the bells and whistles in the end. But, um, you know, everyone always thinks that they're going to have the most romantic with chariots and everything, you know, on one knee. Uh-huh. And it just literally was a conversation. <laughs> but in a way, it's so genuine and relaxed the way all that happened. I, I find it very romantic, you know. just It is, and he travels a lot. So when I when I came home, he's like, you know, check the cupboard. And I checked the cupboard, and there was the ring. See? And he was just about to board the flight. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Is this how you're proposing to fit? <laughs> and I said, yes. And he goes, good. I'll see you in four days. <laughs> I, I like him. I like him. I, this is this is it's different than all the stories I've heard here. But this is another great way to express your love so casually and so naturally. It's organic. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. Thank you so much, Grace, for sharing that that personal story. That that's another good one. I mean, it's a key question. What makes you want to marry somebody else? Let's talk about that next on the rendezvous. What would make you say I do? I want to marry you, right? That is the ultimate question when it comes to love. I can't answer that for you, but I'm going to tell you about my answer. What would make me want to marry somebody? Honestly, it's all in my heart. I know it sounds simple. It's not what you do. It's not so much where you come from. It's not so much your family. It's all about how I feel in my heart for you. And here are the signs that I can imagine from past love. You know when... You love someone that when they arrive in a room, you feel better. When you go on a trip with them, it's a better trip. When you wake up next to them, it's a better morning. When you hear the voice, their voice on the phone, it's a better day. That are all the signs 
that you are in love. And that's the first condition for me that I would like to marry you. I love you. And there's only one more condition I need to say, would you want to be my wife? I'll tell you what it is next. What would make you say I do to somebody? I'm Simon Marcel. I said first and foremost to be madly in love with you and that your presence in my life and my presence in your life is like a sunshine on each other, right? The other condition that I need is to trust you because if I say I do, hopefully it's for the rest of my life and yours. And if I can't trust you, I can't be with you. And trust is like a cord that cannot be broken, right? If I don't trust you, if we break that cord, you break my heart. And that is where I think for me to be madly in love and to be able to trust you would make me want to say, would you want to be my wife? Would you want to be my partner? Do you want to be together for the rest of each other's life, rain or shine? That's just me. I'm sure you have an answer too in your mind just listening to this. You call us next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? You just call me. Bonjour, Caroline. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? I need your help. Um, so I'm having very little luck with dating right now. I'm mm-hmm. doing some online dating mm-hmm. and I just, I keep meeting duds. They're, they're losers, you know, like they either flake, they disappear, mm-hmm. um, we meet up and they're just not what they were online. Right. And I'm not really sure what to do. I mean, first of all, welcome to the online dating world. <laughs> It's the same for all of us. Uh, there's a lot of flaking going on. There's a lot of like, you know, not answering, ghosting, disappearing, never reaching out back. So all of this is totally normal, by the way. Don't think it's just you. It's for all of us. Number one, uh, I got an advice for you. Uh, get out of the online dating if you want uh, or stay on it. It doesn't matter. What matters is you, you go with those meetup group that is not about romance, but about finding an activity you guys do together. There's people who love to hike. There's people who love to bicycle. There's people who love to dance. There's people who love to play ping pong at spin. There's people who love to play tennis. Whatever it is, you're now meeting people on, a, on an activity that is not just, hey, sit down. Do you like me? I like you. But more like, hey, we all like to do this. And then you get to know people. It takes away the pressure, takes away the romantic, I like you, I don't like you, and it's fun. So at least, even if you don't make boyfriend, girlfriend, or partners, at least you had a good time. That's what I do. Meet up, and then you Google in your area, and just do something with people that like to do the same thing, the same lifestyle, really. That sounds great. <laughs> I need something. Yes, okay. exactly. And, and at least you'll have fun doing that, and maybe you meet the right man who at least does the same thing than you for fun. Yeah, maybe put some energy out in a different situation and I, I something good will come back. It, it will come back. It, it works for me, so I think it'll be good. Awesome. Thank uh, you so much, Simon. B- best of luck to you, Caroline, and have a good night. Next, I just got a tweet from somebody who on the first date invited their partner to come in and the partner said no, and they don't know what to do now, so I'm going to help them next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know, if you can't call me, you can always tweet me at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's the tweet tonight? All right. So this is anonymous. Okay. That says, Bonjour, Simon. Mm-hmm. I went out on a date earlier tonight and it was going really well. We met at a bar, had dinner together, and the chemistry was amazing. Afterwards, he dropped me off at my place and we started making out in the car. 
I asked him if he wanted to come up to my apartment, but he said no. No. And, and that he didn't think it was a good idea. He left, and I'm just here wondering why he would have said no. Do you think I should send him a text apologizing for moving too fast? Interesting. After a first date, you invite him over and he says no. What should you do? I'll tell you that next. What do you do if after a first date, you invite the guy over and he says no. He doesn't think it's a good idea. That was the tweet that was sent to me at Rendezvous Radio. Um, she wants to know what to do. Should she text and, you know, she's sorry or, you know, apologize or, you know, no, you should not. Because it's totally okay to say, do you want to come over? But it's equally okay to say, no, I don't think it's a good idea. I think that both have nothing to apologize for. So just let it happen naturally. If you apologize, it's like it was wrong to ask him in. And I don't think there's anything wrong between two adults if you feel it to say, hey, you want to come in for a drink? Just like I said, it's nothing wrong to say, hey, I don't think it's a good idea. Maybe it's too soon. So don't text back. Let him text you back. He should say, you know, I had a great night or something like this. And if he doesn't text you, that means he's not into you. But my take, he will text you. And then finally, you go back to normal dialogue. And don't feel bad about what happened. I love the fact that you dare. Uh, you call that next on the rendezvous. What's the magic number to call if you have a relationship question? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rhonda. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Thank you. Um, well, I fell in love with this guy. We've been dating for a few months. Mm -hmm. And he showered with me with all of this love and affection and attention. And then in one stressful moment, which I apologize for, he just completely dropped me. So my question for you is, how do I see the red flags of someone who is love-bombing me and avoid that in the future? Okay, so before I answer on that, exactly what was the stressful moment about? You said you apologized for, but I don't know what it was about. I just kind of had a little panic attack in a crowd. I don't really do crowds very well, and we kind of lost each other. And then I called him on the phone, found him, and kind of snapped at him for walking off. Do you remember what you said? Were you insulting him? I'm not judging. I just trying to. Yeah, I think it was just like, where did you go? I was calling you. And he was just like, relax. And we okay. had a few moments to cool down. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was kind of rude and snapped at you. Just so you know, I don't do crowds very well. I get a little panicky. Then he started yelling and screaming and making a public scene and then literally just left and ghosted me after that. <laughs> okay, maybe he gave you a gift to leave you early on because it seems a little nutty, that guy. Okay, so uh, to the question of how can you avoid in the future, uh, first of all, we can't always avoid that. But there is one thing important to remember is that we get to know each other slowly but surely, right? It was just two months in. So I would like you to keep that in mind for the next relationship, not to be worried that it's going to happen again because usually it doesn't happen again, things like this. Like, you know, how many times in your life, Rhonda, have you had a situation like this? It's the first time. So exactly. It's not going to happen again. Chance is very small. So you had bad luck. You had two great months and then bad luck. So follow your intuition is A and B. Go back to the love uh, search and not be afraid because usually don't date the same fish twice. So I would not be too worried, honestly. Good point. Thank you. It's just leave and love and learn. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I live. Have a good night and thanks for the call. Thank you. Being love-bombed. Do you really know what it means? I'll tell you that next.
So my last caller, Rhonda, said she was being love-bombed. Do you know what it means to be love-bombed? What are the signs? Usually when you being love-bombed means you meet somebody that will be bombing on you everything, meaning like usually saying I love you pretty fast, almost too fast. Uh, everything is about extreme. So they will demonstrate their affection in extreme ways, you know, 100 roses, uh, the greatest restaurant right away. They always want to tell you what you want to hear, right? You feel no conflict, no fights, nothing's wrong. It's that perfect presentation that they have. You feel like you're on a pedestal. You feel like you're on the top. It feels so good. You start to think, is that true? You're being love bomb because it is not true. Now, stay with me. I'm going to tell you how to avoid this. There's a couple of things you need to know just in case. Thank you for joining The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I'm talking about love bomb because my last caller, Rhonda, was love bomb, meaning everything went too great, too fast for two months, and then the guy dropped her the first time they had a little fight. So why, first of all, people do it? It's because it's like they give you a high, powerful drug, and you go on that high, and then they either drop you or start yelling at you or start controlling you. That's how they try to seduce you. It's like everything you want to hear, and then at the first sign that you're not perfect, or, you know, that's it. Then everything goes down. It's that high and low. And to avoid it, don't believe the hype, really. Because what happens is that your emotional balance is being played with. And I know it's going to be feeling really, really good, and you not want to hear, hey, you're being love bomb. But if there is any sign of it, too fast, too quick, too good, you are being love bombed. Just remember that. Uh, you call that next on The Rendezvous. Always have this number handy if you have a question about relationships. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Harry. Bonjour. How are you? Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? So I am actually uh, going to be moving in with my girlfriend pretty soon. We've lived separately uh-huh. for a, a while, you know, and, and now our relationship's gotten to a really good place where we've decided that we're going to move in, and uh, I'm really excited about it. But a lot of my friends that I've been telling, uh, they all think it's a great idea, but they also tell me that they've noticed uh, after a while that their relationship, things kind of calm down after a while. And I guess I want to know how I could keep things fresh in our relationship so we don't get stuck in a rut once we're living together. That's a great question. First of all, uh, how long have you been dating this girl? Uh, we've been dating about nine months now. Okay, so a little stats. Uh, the infatuation phase, this freshness phase, lasts no more usually than 18 months, maximum mm-hmm. two years. So after that, there's always a change because you're so comfortable with each other. It's not as fresh. It's just that the fact that you know each other, you're comfortable. The way to avoid what you call like the, the boredom, the, the lack of freshness and all this, it takes both of you to be creative, right? Do not mm-hmm. repeat the same thing every day. The biggest mistake we all, all make is start to be in a routine because it's comfortable, we just repeat it every day. Let me give you an example. Eat the same thing, the same day, the same time, go to the same friends on the same date, just like the ulala. There's nothing worse for ulala to repeat the exact same thing over and over. Well, it's the same thing for life together. You've got to spice it up, be creative. Not just you, not just her but both of you. It's in the creativity that you find the freshness to resist the time, okay? Yeah, that makes, makes perfect sense to me. Thank you so much, Simon. Think as an artist. 
and keep drawing and painting new ones, not the same picture every day. I will. Okay. I will. So happy painting and good luck to you. Thank you very much, Simon. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir and welcome to The Rendezvous. Welcome back if you've been listening to my show all night. I know it's late. Thank you for sticking up with me. Thank you for you know sharing your love stories. I want to say that really from the bottom of my heart about those love stories. Um, you know, everybody, you have a job, I have a job, you know, there's up and down and all this. But really at the end of the day, I'm always glad to help when there's a phone call with a question. And I'm always so happy to hear that somewhere, someone in America is you know, melting and finding love and mixing with somebody else to say, I love you, I want to propose to you, and all of this, it's real. And, you know, this is what I love about this show. It's optimistic, positive, and loving. And hopefully we help each other. So anyway, thank you so much for again for listening to me. This is the beginning of the week, so I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, have a good night. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.